Hello, friends. We're back again. It's youtube.com slash Fightful. Well, I guess we're, we're not really back again because, you know, this is the first post-Impact Wrestling show. It is May 19th. I am Joel Pearl. Some of you have seen me before talking about other stuff. You know me from Fightful Overbooked. You know me from Twitch. But uh, I'm here to talk about post-Impact Wrestling. And I am here with my new friend, my new colleague, and my new review partner, Cresta. How are you doing? Hi. Hello, everyone. And also, hi, Joel. How are you? Wonderful. Uh, people may not know you yet. Give me like, give me a little bit about yourself. So people actually know a little bit about Cresta. Like, what do you do? What's your what's your foray into wrestling? What, what do you love? Tell me. So my name is Cresta Starr. I have a larger TikTok following and I mainly cover AEW and WWE, but I do dabble in the Impact New Japan realm and Ring of Honor. I am an avid professional wrestling fan. I want professional wrestling to su succeed and thrive and be great. And anytime I can promote it, I'm here. Plus, you might know me if you're on TikTok for the Cody Rhodes remix, which I cannot say on stream, but adrenaline. So there we go. <laughs> go check out Cressa. Uh, go you can check her out on on Twitter and then she's got a link tree. It's got all of her stuff. We'll talk about that a little bit later. Yeah. It's good to see everyone in the chat. It's good to see a bunch of Impact Wrestling fans, a bunch of Fightful fans. By the way, if you go over, check out Fightful Select where there is an interview with Jonathan Gresham, some notes up there where he talks about his time in Impact Wrestling and what's going on over there. And we got a little bit about uh, Stephanie McMahon who's in the news today for uh, she is taking a step back from her duties at WWE, but we're not talking about WWE here. We're talking about Impact Wrestling and we're talking about the show here on May 19th. See no evil day for those who know, you know. We got Slammiversary in a month, June 19th. We're starting the build. Cresta, are you getting excited for Slammiversary? Is there, is there anything that really jumped out to you tonight that gets you more excited for Slammiversary? So I just found out about the Briscoes. So the Briscoes wrestling any match, I'm here for. Also, the Queen of the Mountain match, the first ever historic, I mean, announced by Gail Kim. It doesn't get any better than that. And I was super excited because I am a fan of Jordan Grace. And I'm always going to put my coins on Jordan Grace. So that I'm looking really forward to. <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot of really cool stuff for Slammiversary. I mean, you mentioned Queen of the Mountain. It looks like they're going to pay homage to a ton of the history of TNA wrestling, of Impact mm -hmm. wrestling. We're going to see Ultimate X. We opened up the show with Laredo Kid and Speedball Mike Bailey in a qualifier match. By the way, friends, if you donate a Super Chat or you donate a Humper Chat, it'll get your question or statement read on the air. We love you in the chat. But if you want to talk about it in full with us, you want your question or statement around the air and you want to support us, go ahead. Do the Super Chat. Do the Humper Chat. Are you familiar? familiar because you're new here crest star you're new here are you brand familiar? new thinking new <laughs> have you heard of the humper chats yet it's your first no. day you can say no it's okay no i do not i'm sorry teacher i do not <laughs> no it's okay if you go because there are a lot of new friends here in the chat if you go to humperchats.com it is a streamlabs platform it allows us to keep a little bit more of the share because the googs they take a little bit more on the super chat side but whatever you want to do it works It'll get your question statement around the air. If you go over humperchats.com, supports us directly, or the super chat, you got that little dollar sign in the bottom of the window in the chat here on youtube.com slash fightful. Donate any amount, question, statement, right on the air. And we'll start, before we talk about Laredo Kid and Speedball, Alan Khan starts us off and he asks, I hope for Slammiversary and 20th anniversary that AJ Styles is the 2022 inductee into the TNA or the Impact Wrestling, in this case, Hall of Fame. 
What are your thoughts? What do you think? AJ Styles making an appearance, crossing over from WWE for a night? What do you what do you think? While highly unlikely, that would be phenomenal. No, no pun intended, no pun intended. But AJ Styles is a star and he really put in the work in Impact TNA. And I think it would be nice. I mean, I'm, I feel like Kurt Angle or somebody else crossed over. Rob Van Dam did another show while he was still under somebody's contract. So it's possible. I would love that. And I think AJ Styles more than 20 times over deserves it. Is it likely though? I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. It would be nice. It would be nice. It would be nice. What once do you upon a time, once upon a time, Ric Flair was the guy that they wanted to uh, put in the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. And they and then they got, uh, or no, was it, there was, a, it was the Ric Flair and Christian exchange. That's what it was. And uh, now my brain is blanking, but I'm sure some of the chats can remember. My brain is also going like this in this moment. Like there's a whole thing, but basically (laughs) it all ended up, it all ended up with Christian getting, uh, getting Mm. put in. Yeah. WWE let Christian make the appearance. It was a whole ball. It was a whole, (laughs) but anyway, Ryan Lambert sends a super chat. Thank you. Says I'm here for Cresta. And I guess you too, Joel. Hey, listen, I get it. Okay. No, I, I get, I got buried on this platform. I get it. It's okay. He says, I'm watching Impact again for a month straight. Been loving their shows. I agree. It's good stuff. I'm excited. I'm excited. So let's talk about it. Let's talk about Laredo Kid. Let's talk Mm. about Speedball Mike Bailey, the Ultimate X qualifying match. Really, really excited to see a lot of this go through. And a lot of the Ultimate X qualifying matches have been great. And they start off hot. Yes. They like, they no, no start, just jump right in. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And that's how we're going to do it here. I like that they were still building Mike Bailey. I like that Mm -hmm. we're giving him big wins. I like that Laredo Kid's here. And I like that he's able to flip, flop, and fly for everybody. And when the crowd is a little dead, Cresta, when they're not paying much attention or they're not super into it, Laredo Kid does this great thing where he will start pumping up the crowd for them. Yeah. And they all got into it. I love that. And also, like, I know this is kind of cheesy, but Mike Bailey has the nicest teeth. He gives me big karate kid vibes, like super good guy vibes. And it's like, yo, when he, if he eventually turns heel, oh, it's going to be so sweet. Because you're not going to expect it. I, I really love his style. I was surprised a little bit that he won, considering Laredo Kid is that guy. But at the same time, I'm not, because his skills to me are equal with Laredo Kid, except to me, Laredo Kid is more of a high flyer, but that man with them knees, bro, what are you going to do? <laughs> I made the joke on um, TikTok that Ethan Page is going to come for uh, Mike Bailey because you're taking his gimmick, karate man. <laughs> you can't do it. <laughs> and I know we're pointing out in the chat, I, and I'm assuming it's Sean Ross Sapp pointing out, they take the shows on Mother's Day. So, yes, the, it was hard to get a big crowd the day after Under Siege. They pay, they taped it then. Uh, so yes, the crowd is not as as big and it's not as hot as mm-hmm. it was in Under Siege. They got into it at certain points, but yeah. like it was definitely different. And it's tough when you're filming on on Mother's Day and you know maybe not everyone's coming to run over and uh, yeah and see it. Yeah, I get it. Either way, um, we know Kenny King's already qualified. Obviously, Ace Austin's going to be in it because he's uh-huh. the X Division champion. Mike Bailey, we mentioned, gets the win after some ridiculous stuff. I mean, just to give you an idea, like Laredo Kid. Over, overshooting an Asai moonsault and then almost hitting the guardrail, but still lands high on Speedball. Stuff like that really yeah. got me just really into this match. And Speedball hitting a second rope moonsault to the outside, like goes inside the ring, hits the second rope, does a moonsault to the outside, and then comes back to do a missile drop kick off the top rope and then a twisting oh. shooting star press from the from the floor, basically, for two. Yeah. Shit like that is nuts. I love it. That's what the X Division is. Are you still like 
are you still pulled into every X Division match now? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because I'm one of those people who love like cruiserweight stuff where you're doing a lot of the flippy doos and the, the words of some of the old people. I love that because it takes great athleticism. And to what you were saying about how he did the moonsault, literally the finish felt like if you blinked, you missed it because that's how fast the last part of that match was. It was really, really good. I, I suggest if you guys don't know anything about these two guys, watch that match. The Rado kid really put on and so did Mike Bailey. Yeah, absolutely. We got Moonsaw knees to the chest from Speedball. They kick to the head. They do a reversal. And then they reverse it again. Speedball gets the three. And then they point out that Speedball's feet might have been under the ropes and the referee doesn't catch it. Uh-huh. Now, I don't know if they're going to do anything about that. I don't know. Maybe Tom Hannafin is just kind of pointing it out just to point it out and cover uh-huh. his bases. For yeah. me, usually in wrestling, when your announcers point it out, it's supposed to be played up on later on do you think they can do anything with this do you think they will do anything does laredo kid deserve to be in ultimate x what are you thinking i do think laredo kid deserves to be an ultimate x and i don't know how they're going to play off of it because both of these well mike bailey is more of your yay baby face squeaky clean type of guy and how is laredo kid going to feel about that i agree with you nothing to me in wrestling especially this promotion is not intentional so i don't know where they go from this or if they bring it up after the um after the tournament is over and um laredo kid is like he screwed me out of a spot the ref didn't catch this and now it you know in in the event he does win let's say he does win i could see laredo kid making a case saying no this should be my championship and i'd rather face you one-on-one because i think i could beat you yeah i can be down with that mm-hmm. i'm also down with lily sending us a super chat saying mike bailey's moveset deserves a super chat yes. absolutely yes <laughs> fully agree uh by the way you can catch lily and i every single tuesday on grappy hour youtube.com slash fightful overbooked tuesdays 5 p.m that's my cheap plug uh yeah so I, I i agree there's room to maybe if not have laredo kid get involved in that match in ultimate x at least run it back because these mm-hmm. two definitely have a lot of chemistry i'd like they to see do that. Uh, Ace Austin then has a a promo cutting it from Japan where he's currently participating in Best of the Super Juniors and doing quite well, by the way. I'm surprised. I thought he was going to get jobbed out. I'm not I'm not trying (laughs) to disparage him. I'm just saying I'm surprised. Again, the confines of wrestling, I'm not an Ace Austin fan. You're a cheater. (laughs) (laughs) But he's doing good for himself. He's turned it all the way around. Like he said, a lot of people say, myself included, you need help. You always need help because you're a cheater. But he's yep. not cheating, and he's like, I'm doing it, and I'm angry about it. I don't like it. I'm happy for you, but I don't like it. <laughs> I love the fact that Ace Austin is currently doing his tag team matches for Best of the Super Junior. He's teaming with Tiger Mask, which is just like the most ridiculous tag team in my brain. So go ahead. If you haven't watched Best of the Super Juniors yet, there's really good stuff going on. Ace Austin mm-hmm. cutting a promo out there, congratulating Speedball, congratulating Kenny King, and then... Um, Kind of calling back to his attempts to work with Mike Bailey and be a tag team with him. And then saying, you know what, as long as anyone is, as long as Aces is is the champion, the X Division champion, everyone's always second place. Meanwhile, this is Ace Austin's third Ultimate X match. And do you know what his record is so far? I don't. Big old goose egg. Well, I was going to say zero, but I didn't want to dispatch him too much. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if, if you're going to talk about him, you may as well go all the way. He's 0-2 so far. So this is his third Ultimate X. What do you think? Could he could he walk out of Ultimate X? We got a month to go. If he walks out with a, with the tag, with, with the uh, X Division Championship, what are the odds? I mean, 
I want to say how far, I want to see how far he goes in Super Juniors because I think that's going to motivate him in the Ultimate X match. But there's a lot of heavy hit. I'm trying to think of, I want to say Rich Swan is in it, but I feel like that's absolutely wrong. Rich Swan is not qualified just yet. But he does have a match qualifying um, coming up, I think, next week. Oh, I missed that. I don't think so. Him, him and Cardona are doing a thing. Checks notes Rich, doesn't have a note. <laughs> no, Rich, Rich, Rich Swan wants the digital media championship that Matt Cardona's got. And the Cardona's mm -hmm. did a whole thing while they're on vacation in the mall. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So we'll, we'll talk about that possible. in a second. I think it's possible. This might be the win, but I think it would be funny if he went 0-3. I, I think it would be funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, yeah, we'll come back uh, a few nights after Slammiversary and either have a laugh or uh, maybe a toast. Who knows? You're like, either. I can't believe he did it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got a super chat from Shotkit29 saying, uh, just a general question. Who are some unexpected faves from Impact? For me, Steve Macklin is awesome, and I can't believe this is one of the Forgotten Sons. So Steve Macklin, for me, when he came in to Impact, I had fairly low expectations. The reason uh -huh. being, I think for the same reason that Shock is saying, he was a forgotten son for all intents and purposes, literally a forgotten son in literally WWE. Literally a forgotten I forgot he wasn't forgotten son. <laughs> there you go. And he comes in, he's made a name for himself. He's put himself in some great stories and really turned the tide on his uh -huh. on his own name. I think it's great. Um, Macklin, I, I'm going to agree, actually. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to echo, echo the sentiments that Steve Macklin is that guy for me that has really... Uh, shocked me and really entertained me as a member of the roster. Who you got? Is there someone on that roster that you really love and point out and has taken you by surprise? Big Mama Pump Jordan Grace <laughs> all day. I love Jordan Grace. I love her even before I was watching Impact. I was like, who is this woman? Everything about Jordan Grace. Deanna Perrazzo is another one too because I first met Deanna Perrazzo in WWE and that poor girl never got a fair shake at nothing. And then to see her have a stranglehold on that title for as long as, for all the titles, for as long as she did was... Deanna Perrazzo, I feel, really didn't get a fair shake in other promotions, but this one, she's been eating it up and she's backing up everything that she says. An amazing grappler wrestler. I love her. Every day I will, I will point out Jordan Grace and Deanna Perrazzo gets my... Okay, I see. I see you. I see you. <laughs> Jordan Grace has been a an absolute gem in Impact, mm. and the fact that she hasn't gone anywhere for whatever reason, maybe it's been that she's wanted to stick around and see mm -hmm. it, just like Josh Alexander's been that yeah. way. Yeah, um, I think that's amazing. And Deanna Perrazzo is another one who has come in, took a really just took a wager on herself, and it's paid off every step of the way. She yeah. has been dominant. She has been proven a a well well known commodity for women's mm -hmm. wrestling, and I think that she deserves that shout out for sure. I see other people in the chat. They're talking about Brian Myers. I see them talking about Steve Macklin. Mm -hmm. uh, I, people are are just kind of you know pointing out that that Deanna was there and then Macklin came in and, and they're they're together. They are a couple, um, and people thought that maybe they would just kind of be there to make each other happy. When in reality. They're both having just excellent yeah. runs in Impact Wrestling. Macklin really impressed me at um not under siege, but um Slammiversary when he won that triple threat against um uh, Jay White and uh, Trey Miguel. I I was surprised. I thought Jay White was not. It wasn't Trey Miguel. It was uh Chris Saban. Chris Saban because Chris yeah. Saban hit him with um. 
oh my God, everything is leaving me now. <laughs> but he hit him with that move where he was going to win. And Macklin was like, get the hell out of my way. And got the pin. I was super surprised. And he's been cracking it. Even on the, um, the impact after that, he was doing really well. Like yeah. he's beyond. Like I was like, who is this? And now when you said he was in a forgotten set, I was like, he was. He was. <laughs> yeah. And another person that people are pointing out in the chat, by the way, W. Morrissey is a really good show. Yes. That's a guy yes. who, who not only overcame a lot of adversity, cleaned himself up, and uh -huh. has really become a single star. Looks great. Uh -huh. has, has, he, he, he can cut a promo again. Yes. A couple of weeks ago on Impact, he cut a promo when they were at the 2300 Arena and talking about how um, he overcame his, his demons, how last time he was in that arena, he was a mess and had all these issues, and now he's better. There was so much passion when you can tell that story. Uh, it really uh, connected me better with W. Morrissey as a character and as a human, and mm -hmm. that's, a, that's a big part of wrestling for me. Yeah, being able to connect with people. I mean, yes, there's athleticism and yes, there's storylines and all that stuff. But being able to connect with the crowd to show that you're human will will do more for you later on than you be able to jump off of things or put someone in a stretching move or whatever it is. So like, I'm really happy for him. I'm really happy for him that he was able to overcome all of that and then still step into the ring and put foot to butt. <laughs> exactly. Uh, let's get a couple of Humper chats in. This one from Zeus G. The first one says, uh, great to see impact at a post show on fightful really enjoyed the show overall tonight and was hoping for a laredo kid win but you can't go wrong with speedball 100 i agree Agreed. with that uh and zachary donated a uh, humper chat saying such an awesome show tonight impact is so consistently good and has been for well over a year by the way don't sleep on tonight's pre-show match crazy steve versus dicky dice was fantastic i need I to go back and watch that. that yeah i had to go back and watch that as well i, I like love zicky dice by the way I am falling in love with Zicky Dice. I follow him on Twitch and I was like, I know he wrestles, but I didn't know he wrestled, 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 wrestled. And yeah. like, we'll talk about it later. That whole segment in the locker room, I know we got different of it. Like that was... <laughs> we are going to get there. We're going to get there. By the way, Graham with the Super Chat saying, uh, Sean Ross asks, conversations with Steve Macklin are a good time. Well, stay tuned because there's another one coming real soon. Keep your eyes open to Fightful Select. Let's talk about that six knockout women's match. Deanna Perrazzo, Tasha Steeles, and Savannah Evans take on the team of Jordan Grace, Taya Valkyrie, and Mia Yim. Taya is not part of the Queen of the Mountain match at Slammiversary. That, I, I had completely forgotten that, but I'm glad commentary pointed it uh -huh. out. Um, and, and you know what? Overall, match was really good. 30-second yeah. vertical suplex from Jordan Grace on, on Tasha Steeles. Could you, could you lift anyone up like that for 30 straight oh seconds? Oh, I oh, you have can. a buddy there. You want you want you want to see that? You want, <laughs> you want to see hey, that? Hey, if you want to do it, if you can get that teddy bear and you can you can slay it. You got 30 seconds. I'll see if you can do it. In the meantime, I'll tell you. Oh, here we go. This is fast. I love it. Y'all, I'm right here. I'm speed demon. I've been practicing for this my whole life. Don't don't mind the hole in the back. He was 99 cents. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll do it while we do this whole this whole there you go. This whole interview. <laughs> <laughs> so conversation. All right, let's 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 move it on. Savannah Evans versus Jordan Grace, by the way, that's a one-on-one -on -one match we haven't seen yet, and uh -huh. I want to see those two because they are they are dominant, like just powerful women. I want to see Savannah Evans versus Jordan Grace. Talk to me about this match. What did you like? Maybe what you didn't like. If there's anything, tell me. Talk to me. To quote Big E, "Big meaty women slapping meat." Oh, that match yes. was so good. That match was so good. I don't care. I'm a women's wrestling shill. I love it. Seeing Taya Valkyrie 
in the ring again in Impact, superb. Because Frankie Monet was not the one. Was not the one. I love this version of her. I love, I mean, since Taya Valkyrie came back, Deanna Perrazzo's been having a bad time. Let's be, let's be real here. And it's like to see Taya Valkyrie be able to go in the ring, do her thing with Jordan Grace. I mean, don't get me wrong. I like Tasha Steele. She's got so much swagger. And her promos, to me, I love them. Everyone in that ring was good. And you can't go wrong with a Deanna Perrazzo putting someone's arm over their head like this. You can't go wrong. <laughs> Of course, the match was there to showcase Mia Yim. She just came back yes. and under siege, made her return, uh, gets a hot tag, people chanting HBIC big time. They were chanting uh, her before anyone was even in the ring. They wanted her so bad. They really do. And it's cool. I love seeing Mia Yim get herself into a position where she's yes. cheered and loved again. Uh, she twerks at Tasha Steeles. <laughs> I feel like the locker room between these girls must be so funny. They must crack the best jokes with yes. each other. <laughs> uh, a couple of moments. I love I love the moment where uh, you had the pump kick from Savannah Evans, then the tie a German suplex to Evans to get her out of the ring, a cutter from Tasha Steeles to get her out of the ring. Mia Yim does a full Nelson suplex on Tasha Steeles to get her out of the ring. Deonna does the pump kick to get Mia Yim out of the ring, and then eventually Evans gets herself back tagged in. Uh-huh. And uh, it was just a really good moment of the match um they also did the the slide out german suplex ty valkyrie on uh, savannah evans good little little stuff like that in a knockouts division that can continue to work really well against each other i think you got it i think you nailed it on the head they are friends go ahead (laughs) so what do you think about the queen of the mountain ring who do you think i mean queen of the mountain match who do you think just based off of the tag team tonight who do you think is going to come out of that on top I want Tasha Steeles to win because mm-hmm. I've said, I said this on the under siege post show, Tasha Steeles hasn't had the opportunity to shine as the head of the knockouts division because they've had the triple A title on the line for the last couple of times. Mm-hmm. They've had, you know, Ty Valkyrie and Deanna Perrazzo have been massive names compared to Tasha Steeles, who is currently trying to make herself from the, from the belt. You know how there's a saying in wrestling, yeah. you know, the, the person makes the belt or the belt makes the person. Uh-huh. They spent a long time with Deanna Perrazzo making the belt. And now Tasha's and actually Mickey James as well, because Mickey took the title yeah. from Deanna. And then, yeah. So then the idea of Mickey James making the belt, passing it on to Tasha. Now it's supposed to belt supposed to make her. So now she's in that building position where yeah. I want to see her continue to win and continue to retain that title until she is an undoubtable star because she has that. We're just waiting for her to have that number one knockouts uh, story. What about I'm gonna you? I'm going to go ahead and agree with you because I do feel like if she went over on all these other, these are phenomenal names. It'll really put her over in a big way. And I think that'll be great. Like you said, for Tasha Steele's um, career as impact women's champ, knockout champion, rather. I do think in my opinion, it'd be too soon for her to lose it. And I like Mia Yim. I think Mia Yim would be a great person to pass it back to, but I think Tasha Steele's, like you said, should have a successful defense Should really like, build herself up to be like, oh, she's the one. So now you're really going to have a dog fight when you go against the Steels. Okay, but what if it's uh, Chelsea Green? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Listen, she's she's the smart one here. She's on, she's on her honeymoon. She's not watching the product. She's just hanging out uh, in the Maldives or the husband. They just doing their thing. But like last month, she got put through a table. <laughs> sure she did. Good stuff. <laughs> So she, I would take time off too. You guys could fight. 
but I don't, you know what? I let it play out, but that's fun. That's funny. That's comedy. <laughs> <laughs> Mia Yim pinned Savannah Evans with the eat defeat. They called homage to Gail Kim. Mm-hmm. I think you were talking to me offline about, uh, about your love for Gail Kim and what you wanted her to do with queen of the mountain. I thought Gail Kim was going to announce herself as the last competitor for queen of the mountain, because to me, Gail Kim is up there with like Ivory, Jackie. <laughs> I see people that jazz. So you look like jazz, but yes, jazz too. These are women that pioneered wrestling in a time where it was very much like slap you, slap me. So I would absolutely, especially what she's done for Impact Wrestling, that would be 10 out of 10. But I am glad that it's me and him. But I I wanted, I, I wanted Gail Kim. I was like, say it's you, say it's you. And when she didn't, I was bad. But when she announced me and him, I was happy. <laughs> Gail Kim has been such an integral part of the knockouts mm. division, both as a competitor and now as a backstage producer, whatever they call them back there. Um, for her to put herself in there, mm-hmm. I don't know if I love that, but I, I I feel like that would be like a weird step back for the knockouts division. I think she's super happy where she is, mm. putting forth the new talent and getting them over. And maybe there's a place, a place for her to come out of retirement for a match and do it up but i don't know i feel like queen of the mountain would be uh one hell of a way for her to show up but i know that she's not gonna do it so it doesn't matter but yeah i see what you're saying for me for me (laughs) yeah of course uh friends leave a thumbs up while you're here by the way it helps us get us into uh that 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 thing where all of our friends can see the videos that we post here on youtube.com slash fightful and ricardo sends a super chat saying watching on delay here's some love well we love you too pal we appreciate you ricardo and uh matthew plus sends a super chat saying rookie question how do i even watch impact wrestling now first of all this would be the question that everyone would send about ring of honor for a while how do i watch ring of honor well let me tell you how you can watch Impact Wrestling. You got a couple ways. If you're in the States, you can watch it on Access TV. Okay. If you're in Canada, I'll tell you how I watch it. I'm in Toronto, Canada. There's an option on youtube.com slash Impact Wrestling to watch the show for a dollar a month. Just the weekly TV show. It's pretty damn good. That's a dollar. I pay the I pay the five dollars. The $5 is that ultimate impact insiders thing where uh, you get the weekly show, you get a few extra matches, and you also get the special shows that they put on that are not pay-per-views. They do quarterly pay-per-views, but once a month there's a special on their YouTube channel. For 5 bucks a month, I found it to be super useful, and I'll give you a really good hack. The show starts at 8.30 p.m. Eastern instead of 8 p.m., and it's commercial-free. So by the time you get to the main event on Access, you, you, you're you already caught up and you're ahead because you saved that half hour. So for me, it's worth it. Let's do that. That's what I, that's my shill for Impact Insiders, but also for you guys to send in the Super Chats and the Humper Chats that support us. When Joel told me that, it blew my mind. You should do the same. <laughs> five dollars, five, five, five. Easy. <laughs> Easy. Now, before we talk about your favorite segment, Locker Room Talk, I got a Super Chat from Zachary that says, I want to like Tasha more than I do. Tasha Steeles. As a wrestler and a talker, she's outstanding, but the character just doesn't work for me. Everyone loves her swagger, but it's phony swagger because she's needed Evans to secure her wins. It doesn't work. To me, that's what a heel does. Yeah, that's heel, that's heel 101. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the swagger. The swagger is the fact that she can't back it up in this case. So, But she needs to back And you know what? She did back it up with her match against Havoc because there was no Savannah Evans at Under Siege. So mm-hmm. there is 
there, there's room for her to come out into her own. I agree. Using Evans as the heater can get boring, but she's a heel. <laughs> I mean, everyone does it. MJF did it with Wardlow for a while. Evans may turn on Tasha later on, but that's heel one-on-one. Fake it till you make it. I'm the greatest. Oh, you're going to beat me up? Now beat up my giants. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and I see in the chat, people are pointing out that Ace Austin had Madman Fulton. It's, it's mm -hmm. a similar thing. Ace had to back it up and his way to back it up was through Madman Fulton. So there you go. He was a heel. Uh, thank you, Zachary, for the, the Humper chat. Hopefully that gives you a little bit different perspective on Tasha Steeles and how she's doing her thing. Let's yeah. talk about locker room talk. Madison Rain, Tennille Dashwood, they say that the energy is zen without the inspiration. They beat Giselle, Sean, Alicia. They've done all the things they need to do. And then out comes my favorite. I'm going to tell everyone now. This is my favorite thing. It can do absolutely no wrong in Impact Wrestling, so don't even try to tell me otherwise. <laughs> when the Swingman shows up, when Johnny Swinger shows up, I don't care how or what or where, when he shows up, I am glued to the television screen. I am watching because the swing man is the man and having dice daddy double d outlandish zicky dice is perfection okay let's just get this out of the way hokey as can be but perfection let me tell you when they walk in and you've got dice daddy bringing in uh, bringing in swinger in the stupid wrestlemania 3 <laughs> cart with with the ring ropes <laughs> come on what the hell is that come on <laughs> You've killed me. <laughs> broke and crested in her first show. I'm fine. But I'm, I'm glad right. you like it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I know you don't love it. I see the swing. They're all they're all for the swing man. Give, give me swing man in the chat. They're, they're all for the swing man. Talk to me. You didn't love it. Did you at least enjoy Rosemary and Havoc stating their intentions to challenge for the knockouts tag team championships? All I could think of in that moment was wow they finna cheat <laughs> i've seen rosemary in many a match <laughs> and i've seen you miss rain in many a match you finna cheat <laughs> you about to cheat it's not that i didn't like the segment it's one of those segments like i was saying is like it's so like i just gotta laugh let me let me laugh let me laugh let me laugh because it, it wasn't bad by any means it was just out there. And I, I was sports entertained. I was sports thoroughly sports entertained. I did like Havoc at um, Rosemary challenging for the Knockouts Women Championship. But like I said, y'all finna cheat because I can see Havoc putting you, Miss Rain, through a table. I can see her putting Tennille Dashwood through a table. No. My God. Really? Can't do it. I like violence. <laughs> Wait, scripted violence. Scripted, please, please. Scripted, scripted. <laughs> yes, scripted violence. We're not. We're not here to pledge the real stuff. That's no, not no, our. No, that's no, not no. our brand. I'm squeamish. Uh, I got a soft heart. <laughs> a big fan of Rosemary and Havoc teleporting yes. in and saying, "What's a circus without a freak show?" At least they understand their gimmick. At least they know. And then I've finally, always liked Rosemary's um, dark dungeon gimmick. Even when um, Havoc was with um, who was the demon priest guy that they ended up. Who's trying oh, to Father marry. James Mitchell. Yes, I even liked her then. It was like, Havoc, you a bully, but I'm here for it. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, the segment ends with a coccyx sprain for the swing daddy. <laughs> and leaving again on that. <laughs> <laughs> on the rest of the three cards. <laughs> All right, we're still backstage. We got, uh, we got Saban 
He's he's doing doing a little bit stand up promo, and he challenges Frankie Kazarian in a match that has about twenty years later, the Battle of the Futures. We had the, now I don't know uh, because I wasn't watching on Access. Did they do the flashback they match? Did. Okay, so they, they showed did. you Kaz versus uh, Saban from way back when. Yes. Okay, so we don't have to go too far into that. I I had seen parts of that match before. Um, I didn't know that they brought back some of these flashback segments, but I guess here we are. It was really like, so I met Frankie Kazarian in AEW. So to see him have that long hair and to see Chris Saban, who to me is like wrestling uncle dad. I love him. He looked so young. I was like, who is this man? I like the idea that 20 years later, battle of the futures, that's going to be great. And they announced it for next week. I cannot wait to see that because Frankie Kazarian to me has been doing really good work. And Chris Saban is consistently always thorough, 100% great. So I cannot wait for that match. I cannot wait to see a competitive match. And I don't think anyone's going to like cheat or do anything like that. But these two men are going to beat the crap out of each other. And I'm excited for that. Yeah, they're they're OGs for this this company. They were their mm-hmm. TNA originals. They were around yes. for a long time. I'm excited to see that match. I heard really good things, so I'm going to enjoy that. Uh, speaking of really good things, the video package they aired for Eric Young. For those who weren't the biggest fans of Eric Young getting the title shot at Slammiversary, I think this explained it really well, especially to new fans who mm-hmm. maybe were unfamiliar with Eric Young's time and impact before his return a couple of years ago. Uh, he talks about coming up and wrestling as a fan, getting tickets to WrestleMania three from his dad, you know, and then later on his transition to TNA when he was in team Canada with his pal, Bobby Roode, they signed contracts without looking at them only to get slapped in the face by Scott Demore. He didn't mention Scott by name, but he, you know, uh, and then he just, he talks about doing everything while talking about doing everything and running with it. Yeah. And it was just a really well done package. Tell me, did anything stand out for you about Eric Young? Are you looking forward to Young and Alexander at Slammiversary? What do you got? So I think that the video package, like you said, put over Eric Young really strong. I remember him from Sanity and then seeing him go back to Ring of Honor. For them to give, not Ring of Honor, sorry, Impact, for them to give us context from his time in TNA to now, I agree. Like He's like, I've done everything you've asked of me. Everything. And everything you've asked of me, even if it was a joke, I made it go over. So why are you all confused? I want this title shot. Josh Alexander, 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10, his matches with Moose, even when he won it and Moose took it right away and then regained it again, 10 out of 10. So I I do expect a violent by design match because Josh Alexander is not going to back down. I expect shenanigans, but I expect uh, Alexander to retain. I do. I do think it's going to be a really good match, but I think Josh Alexander is going to retain. I hope he retains, but I could see him retaining. What do you think? I think Josh Alexander retains. Mm-hmm. I think the match will still be very, very good, maybe with some schmas from uh, VBD. Yep. But it might also be one of those... It, so someone in the chat saying I didn't like the package for EY it made him come off of, as a baby face. That might actually be foreshadowing. There's an opportunity after so long to turn Eric Young face and maybe even at Slammiversary send back Violent by Design if they try to get involved. If Joe Doring and Cody Diener, let's say they uh-huh. run down to the ring or he he goes to the ring with them and then he sends them to the back, that's a, that's a baby face move and it could be useful moving forward in Impact Wrestling for Eric Young to maybe try a, a different spot because he hasn't been a baby face there for a while. 
I think Sorry. there's also nothing wrong with making your heels a little sympathetic as well. Cause it's like, I can understand the character motivation. I can understand what you're doing. I may not like it, but I can understand it. Cause um, uh, I'm trying to think of an example when um, I can't in this moment. So we're going to move past that point. But the point I'm trying to make is like, it's okay to do things like that to make them not so one dimensional. Like I'm just a jerk to be a jerk. You can feel sympathy for him and still want Josh Alexander to beat the crap out of him. Yeah. And meanwhile, Josh Alexander retorts, says, you know, he wants the future. He wants to be the future of the and the face of the company moving forward. Mm -hmm. And, you know, said Eric's going to have to bring the fight of his life. It's a good setup between, you know, the old school of TNA impact wrestling in Eric Young and then Josh Alexander, who's going to be the future and wants to be the face moving forward. I like that. Yeah. Same setup. Uh, Next up, we've got a. What, what I call leftovers, uh, Taven and Bennett, OGK taking on good brothers. Listen, listen, I, I didn't love this match. I love parts of it. <laughs> I love parts of it. I want it first two things. I got to put this out into the ether in case anyone's watching. Um, the jacket, the bullet club jacket that Carl Anderson's wearing. If you've got a line as to where I can get one, please let me know. I want one. That's number one. <laughs> Number two, if you've got a line on the Impact tracksuit that Ace Austin and Chris Saban were wearing tonight, I would like one. Please let me know. Send me the merch. Let me have it. I want I want all the Impact and, and, and Bullet Club jacket stuff. Let's do that. Maria Canellis is on commentary. Everyone else is sent to the back. OGK Good Brothers, that's the gimmick. I match was fine, but the good brothers, like at least they're wrestling with this renewed passion, right? Like, what do you, what do you think of the match? What, what did you like? What did you not like? How many times does Maria Canellas got to interfere before you get a woman with your bullet club? How many times? How many times? How many I mean, times? How many they times? Got, they got Yujiro Takahashi with, with Peter. Everybody else went to the back. Her, how many times she going to use her man? Come on now. Come on now. I thought the match was okay. I could see where you guys say it was boring, but I thought the match was okay, but I'm also a Luke Gallo stand. <laughs> but that being said, it's like, at some point, at some point, y'all gonna have to get even with this woman like Morrissey did with Chelsea Grease. <laughs> because she keeps interfering in all of your matches. If you want to hire someone, I'm sure you could pay Deanna Peraza to go beat someone up. She enjoys that sort of thing. So uh, like that, and I don't know, I thought the match was fine. I thought the match was fine. Again, I'm a big Bullet Club Luke Gallo stand, but that's just me. I again, my my problem here is how many times is this? How many times she gonna trick you with the same trick, old man? How many times? Well, it doesn't matter because it got her caught. They tried to do the Maria hits on Carl Anderson. For those mm-hmm. who know, you know. And then what happens next? Anderson just keeps talking shit, and then all of a sudden, Maria gets in the ring and distracts the referee. And then what happens? Maria, as she gets in the ring, gets a spear. From Mike Bennett, from his some nice husband and wife spearing on Impact Wrestling. That's what we do. Anderson and Bennett kind of fight about, look what you did to your wife. How could you do that to your wife? And then Anderson hits a stun gun, a gun stun, gets the win. And then he shrugs. And I thought it was cute because he just, he no-sold it. Whereas in the past, uh, Carl Anderson would be like completely enamored and like just done with with Maria. But uh, no, this time it was different. And yeah. Uh, yeah, Anderson gets the win. Good Brothers defeat OGK. Again, it felt like a leftovers match because that five-on-five five match from Under Siege was supposed to be, to me, the blow-off of that feud. Okay, I can see what you're saying. Yeah, no, absolutely. I see what you're saying. I mean, I still like that. I was entertained. Fair. Hey, listen, that's wrestling. It's, it's something different for everybody. 
Uh, uh, we're gonna we're gonna get to that in a minute. Sammy Callahan does his. Uh, first of all, it's the real the real news from Sammy mm. Callahan dropped tonight, mm. and that's he's gonna be teaming with his former tag team partner from the Switchblades, John Moxley, at the Wrestling Revolver on July 9th in Iowa. How did that's, I miss that? It was, it was on the Twitter. You got to pay attention to the tweeters. I apologize for nothing. I'm kidding. <laughs> meanwhile. Meanwhile, Sammy Callahan has a segment in the back. A little pre-tape says he's been in isolation, thinking about what he's going to do to Moose, break his leg, get even. But no, instead he wants to make Moose life a living hell. Are you looking forward to Sammy Callahan versus Moose? Are you, is this like a match that you really want to see at Slammiversary? Or would you have rather seen it on maybe a week of Impact TV? This is um, heel versus heel because I don't really care for Sammy Callahan, but I care for Moose a lot less. <laughs> so it's one of those things where it's like, ooh, who's really the winner? Me, because you're going to beat up each other. Um, but honestly, Moose has it coming. For what he did to Josh Alexander, I know how Sammy Callahan give it up. I've seen him do it to um, uh, he who shall, she who shall not be named is TB. I've seen mm -hmm. him do it to um, Eddie Edwards. I've seen him do it to plenty of other champions. So Moose, you you have it coming. You have this coming. So I want Sammy Callahan to terrorize this man. But at the same time, if Sammy Callahan gets beat up, <laughs> did you did like, you know I saw Chicago on Broadway? That's how old I am. You're still watching like the off, off, off Broadway production of Chicago. Because <laughs> you know they always got one in New York. They always got a Chicago and a Cats. <laughs> yes. And then someone's doing like the off, off, off Broadway of uh, a Phantom somewhere. And then there's the on Broadway. There's the on. I don't know if it's still on Broadway. Is it? I don't know. I haven't been over there. The tickets are too high. My rent is too high as well. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> Sierra Mouse sends a super chat says I haven't watched tonight's impact yet but here to support the post show thank you been yeah. wanting one for a while glad to see it's finally here Slammiversary is in one month and I will be front row that's awesome I hope you enjoy Slammiversary the show's going to be just lit I'm stoked to see what's going to happen uh, we will have a post show here on youtube.com slash Fightful that will be hosted by Steven Jensen and Denise Salcedo uh, keep that locked and the weekly shows are going to be uh, myself and uh, Cresta Star we're going to keep going. All right, let's talk about uh, Masha Slamovich and Shauna Reed. Have you ever seen Shauna Reed perform before? If your answer is yes, I'm calling you a liar. <laughs> I wasn't even going to lie. <laughs> I went to the bathroom really quick, and I came back, and that match was over. I was like, damn, baby, you was in the ring. You didn't get an intro. Damn. <laughs> Good, quick build for Masha Slamovich. Boot mm -hmm. to the face in the bottom rope. Pulls up for two. Hits a snow plow because she loves her Al Snow. That's three counts. And then Havoc appears, confronts Masha Slamovich. Next week, they're going to do that match. I can see it in your face. I think you're a little excited. Big meaty women slapping me. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yo. Yes. 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 That's there's a yes. There's like this dominant size display discrepancy that's going to be involved i'm really excited for this it's going to be very much like a, a, a masha slams havoc moment people are going yes. to be really excited i think i think she can she's got the power yes <laughs> apparently i'm burying uh aw dark because the girl masha slamovich beat tonight worked the show last year a couple of times i listen i try to watch dark and elevation but shauna reed i did i haven't seen shauna yet that was my first time seeing Shauna Reed. Anyway, let's move on. 
We're backstage with Raj Singh and Shira. Uh, they're calling out Bupinder Gujar again. Um, I've enjoyed the matches. I've enjoyed the um, the setups. I like that they're trying to involve more Indian talent on the show. It's always been a part of Impact's kind of uh-huh. history. Um, I'm ready for them to move from having the three Indians on the show in a in, in, yeah, in a, stable. Uh, a, a thing together. Yeah. Or not even in a stable. Just, I just don't want in, in a, a story together. I'm ready for like Bupinder Gujar to move over and do something else because he's a baby face. You can have mm-hmm. him build and then have rushing and Shira. Maybe if they're not going to tag, have Shira be like this big badass dude who goes after someone who knows who. Um, either way, we're going to get W Morrissey going to team up with Gujar. He comes to his aid. And then when Gujar says, I don't know how I feel about this, Morrissey says, there's nothing wrong with taking a helping hand when it's offered. Le- I like it. wasn't so bad. Um, I like yeah. it. I liked it. It was human. It was human. Yeah. Was there anything you want to add to that uh, to that segment? I say, stop trying to bully this man. He's already told you no, like three weeks in a row, bro. Like, he don't want to be with you. Like, let it, pack it up, pack it up. Go home, be a family man. Leave this man alone. He doesn't want to join your group. And now you, now the both of y'all, have to fight this man who's super athletic in the ring and a seven foot tall guy. Good job. You did it to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can only think I'm uh, the one thing I'm going to miss is that uh, Jordan Grace and W Morrissey had a tag team. They were tag teaming for a short while. Did you? Oh, cause they did do that. Um, the tag team match at, uh, uh, not, not under siege. The one before rebellion. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So, do you know what they named their tag team? What? So, W in W Morrissey stands for Will and Jordan Grace. Yeah, they call their team Will and Grace. <laughs> I'm hanging. They even released a T-shirt. <laughs> they even released a T-shirt, and it's actually really, really fun. So, anyway, a little short little thing. Um, Matthew, thank you for the super chat saying sign up for Impact Monthly. Thank you. Here's the thank you chat. Well, good. Glad you can join us. Glad you can be a part of it. And thank you for the support. All right. Before we get to the main event, before we get to that big, big match, a couple of things that happened kind of in the background. Josh Alexander, they were showing this this like two part commercial where the first one is like this what's in the box. And then part two, it's a TNA montage. What do you think we're doing? They're showing they're going to do a whole bunch of like throwback to 20 years of TNA and talking about AJ Styles, Kurt Angle, CM Punk was on the screen for a second, Scott Steiner with the Steiner math promo, uh, Sting, so many more featured. What do you think? Are we going to see a lot of past Impact stars make appearances? And is there anyone that you really want to see show up at Slammiversary to make uh, an impact, if you will, or at least just an appearance? So I wasn't watching Impact way back in the day or even TNA when it first came out. So I'm going into this completely, well, not completely new, but mostly new. I think it would be cool to see someone like Kurt Angle or the infamous, you know, they say all men are created equal. It'd be nice to see Big Papa Pump pull up, but I have no idea. And I'm super excited. At first, I was like, is this spooky? Is this a rosemary? Is this a, is we going underground? And then when the second one um, played, I was like, Okay, I could see them tossing things back. I could see them, but I don't know how it's going to play out, but I do know I'll be watching. It would be nice to see some people come back, but like Ric Flair's been training and I don't know if I want Ric Flair to come back there, like not for Slammiversary, you know what I mean? So like, I'm hoping it'll be good, but I'm going to watch how it plays out. Imagine Scott Steiner, who just joined the WWE Hall of Fame, 
pulling up an impact and having having one of those that he's gonna sh- he'll, he'll show up in wwe and impact in the same calendar year before the rock does it because the rock showed up uh, on on that slam aver- on the, was a slam anniversary whenever um when they had ken shamrock during the oh. hall of fame they had the rock show up on impact show up on impact before he even showed up again in wwe so i want scott sire to show up in both just to be like i did it before that fat ass the rock that That's would be so funny i can hear jeff jarrett now oh god <laughs> oh, jeff, jarrett. Jeff, jeff jarrett is absolutely going to show up he, he is 100 that's his home he wwe is his home but impact is his home <laughs> people talking about kevin nash people talking about actually uh, america's most wanted and uh they 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 have shown up. They they did a, a tag, a six man tag, not too long ago. Mm. So there's an opportunity there. You never know. We'll see. I That'll be at Slam Anniversary. Main event Mafia too. Yeah, there you go. I think Kurt Angle is a pretty good shout. I think we'll yeah. see him at uh, at Slam Anniversary. Main event time, folks. Get your super chats in. Get your humper chats in at humperchats.com. Because guess what? We're poor. Apparently, I'm being told. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I don't know. Cresta, like Cresta, it's she, she, man, she, she really commands a, a big, yeah, she commands, she commands a big fee, and we got to make it worth her while. That's what we got to do. Rent is high in New York. I see none of that. All of that goes to my rent. <laughs> oh, I hear you. Tag titles are on the line. The new champions, them boys, the Briscoes, taking on Violent by Design. This time, it's Joe Doring and Diener. And I know what happens when Diener's in a match with VBD. It's just the way it goes. But meanwhile, I've got Ricardo the Mark saying damn boys or why I'm subscribed to Impact on YouTube. Thank you for the super chat. It's one of the reasons why I am too. Good match. Fun match. Shocking finish. I enjoyed myself. What did you think, VBD and Briscoes? There was some uh, a really good two-on-one stuff from Mark um, Briscoe launching himself out in Joe Doring. Uh, almost misses, by the way, and then Dory yeah. kind of gets him close enough. Uh, but I, but I, overall, I like the match, and Eric Young gets involved only a little bit in the match to make it good enough for me. Anything from this match really stand out at you? I love the Briscoes. Like I said, first saw them with FTR versus the Briscoes. Any match that they get is great. I feel bad for Cody Diener because I remember watching when Cody just wanted to get drunk and have a good time, and now look at you, brainwashed. Poor guy. Poor guy. But, like, the match itself was good. I honestly thought they were really going to super cheat to win. And then when they cheated and then still lost, I was like, Eric Young is going to beat you guys all the way up. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, I mean, I get the post-match beat down, too. I get it because you're mad that you lost and you cheated and you still lost. But, you know. If you lost and you didn't cheat, you only cheated yourself. So I understand it. <laughs> but at the same time, it's like, you wasn't beating the Briscoe. Good point. There's there's one spot I got to talk about. And it's a very simple spot. It was so just under the radar. I don't think you would have noticed it if you didn't mm. just see it. Uh, it was a power slam and then an elbow from Joe Doring on Mark Briscoe. And it was the elbow was just, it looked like he lost his footing after the power slam Joe Doring did. And then he just went into the ropes and hit the elbow right after that. That was planned. That is a spot that he does. And it just, it looks like he was losing his footing, losing his balance. And then he just hit the elbow. That's legitimately a move that he does. And it looks really cool because it's not a, a, a 
thing that you would normally see in sequence. Mm. I really wanted to point that out because if you see it again, it's really neat and it's good stuff. Uh, finishes Briscoe's go for the Doomsday device. Doring tries to stop it. Diener is punching Jay Briscoe on the shoulders until there's a roll up, but instead Briscoe blocks it, gets a surprise three count. Finish kind of shocking. Did it do it for you? Were you expecting something bigger? What did you think of the finish? Again, I thought they were going to cheat to win. And I feel like other promotions will desensitize you to surprise roll-ups, but I think this was a great use of it here. I don't think it takes away from either people because I, at the end, um, VBD decided they wanted to cheat, didn't prosper, and then boys were quicker than that, if you will. So it's a good finish. I would like a clean finish, but I could see a clean finish being for a bigger, a bigger event or even like in two weeks' time to keep building it up because Impact is good at watch next week. You better watch next week. You want the next week, next week. So they're really good on that. So I could see that, no, you got a cheap shot, fight us again. And other tag teams like, no, you're at the back of the line. You had your rematch. Get out of here. It's a great way to plant storylines with you, you, you. So I can pull from wherever I need. At the end of the match, we have Eric Young showing up, getting involved finally again. Uh, Josh Alexander comes out, clears house. Young and Alexander are face-to-face just smiling at each other maniacally because that's what both men are going to do until Diener and Doring attack Alexander. The Briscoes come in, they even the odds. Uh, I'm not a betting man, but if I were, a six-man tag would probably be where I go with this. Violent by Design teaming up with the Briscoes and Josh Alexander. I like seeing that. Um, I hope that we don't see... Diener and Doring versus the Briscoes again at Slammiversary. So I'll ask you, is there a tag match that you want to see happen at Slammiversary? I feel like this has been done a million times, but come on, Rich Swan and Willie Mack. Come on, come on. Where we can't with Willie Mack. Willie's gone. Willie finished up with Impact. Yeah, man. Wasn't he just wrestling at Rebellion? Uh, Rebellion, yeah, but under siege, that was it. He was done. He was done before uh, before Rebellion, or sorry, before under siege. I'm a scam artist, as it turns out. I don't know anything about professional wrestling. (laughs) It's okay. It's interesting. Honestly, I was one of those people who, by the way, Mm. I was I was beating the drum for those two for Swan and Mac to get tag title match. Um, So. I could see, like, listen. I would love to see them reteam Willie Mac could come back. So, like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna tell you you're wrong, but you know, right now, seems like Willie Mac's out of Impact. So, yeah, we'll see, we'll see who's next. Well, I honestly then am just like, well, whoever it is, with the, I mean, even with Violent by Design, I think it'll be a good match, but. Them boys, whoever it is, is going to be a good match. They're yep. going they're going to get a good match out of you, and you're going to get a good match out of them. So I'd be surprised to see who they pick and how that's going to play out. I have a feeling it's going to be them boys and the good brothers. I was just thinking, I was like, mm, but maybe that's too soon, but I could see it. I, could I don't think... It. I don't think the Briscoes are going to be there for long in Impact. I think they're there just to elevate the, the, the tag titles again and then mm. put them on the next team. The question is who that team is. I've said yeah. it other in other places. Um, I think that Heath and Rhino might be the guys to take it. And the reason I said that is because to get the tag title shot that the Briscoes got to win the tag titles, they had to beat they Heath did. and Rhino. And then Heath and Rhino are now telling the story where they're trying to rise up the ranks of the tag division again and impact wrestling to get their shot. 
And if that is the story that comes full circle and you kind of go in and out of it, you can tell yeah. little piece, bits and pieces there. Not at Slammiversary. I will say that now. Heath and Rhino later on winning the titles after the Briscoes keep it for a little bit longer. I can see that. That does make sense. It's kind of like a neat way to, you started it here. Let's end it here the way that it would have happened if you didn't come into impact that night. Yeah, I'm, I'm seeing I'm seeing the chat, Motor City Machine Guns. That's another one I would love to see. I mean, even nah, they're not a tag team. Never mind. Never mind. No, I want to hear it now. I was like, isn't Chris Bay tagging with someone? But no, he's not. He's Have not Chris tagging. Bay and Hikaleo show up. There you go. Oh, Chris he Bay was. Jay White. There you go. Mm, come on, brain. <laughs> <laughs> oh, folks, we're going to do this every single Thursday from here on out after Impact Wrestling goes off the air. Myself and Cresta Star, we're going to be here breaking down the show. We're going to be talking about it all the time. If you want more content here at youtube.com slash Fightful, we've got post shows for AEW. We've got post shows for WWE Raw and SmackDown. We've got, what what, what else do we have? We've got Grab City every Saturday. We've got post pay-per-views. We've got Listen Your Boy Wednesday afternoons. And if you don't want any more, but you know you do, go subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. It's the easiest five bucks easier than getting the Ultimate Impact Insiders. It's five bucks a month. And you get all the news from Sean Ross Sapp, all the real news, all the accurate news, all the real deal, plus his Q&A, where you can get all the, your questions in and backstage reports and Alex's sour graps, because everyone wants to talk about the things that they don't love about wrestling, but they want to talk about it in a certain way. So you can get Alex's sour graps. I think I've done the pitch. Go to Fightful Overbooked. Go to twitch.tv slash Fightful Gaming. Mm-hmm. I've got... A super chat here from Graham saying this was fun. Catch you guys every week. We'll be here every single week after Impact Wrestling. Cresta Star, where can the people find you on the internet? You can find me on twitter.com slash Cresta the star with two E's. Um, everywhere else is slash Cresta Star, C-R-E-S-T-A-S-T-A-R-R, because I'm a pirate. Um, mainly on TikTok. Again, wait, I have to double check that TikTok is also Cresta the star with two E's to see all of my wrestling reacts. This was a lot of fun. Do I, do I kick it back to you and say, Joe, where can they find you? Where can the people find you, Joe? No one ever does that, but we'll do it for once. By the way, if you go to Cresta's Twitter, there is a link tree link. Go there. It's got all the stuff she just talked about. I am at Joel Pearl, J-O-E-L-P-E-A-R-L. That's everywhere you find me. Ladies, gentlemen, friends beyond the vinery. We'll see you in the next one. Cheers. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.